news update. In the NFL, Chargers running back Melvin Gordon said he's just waiting for the call from the team before returning. Of course, the call there indicates money as well. He's looking for a contract extension and increase in salary. Free agent wide receiver Dontrell Inman will visit the Jets. Inman paid a visit with the Lions yesterday. A happy return for Emmanuel Sanders came back from Achilles injury and surgery in the late season last year to play in Monday's preseason game. He was quoted after the game saying he felt amazing. And in baseball, would keep an eye on Texas and a couple of sluggers who could be out for a little while. Carlos Correa departed Monday's game for the Astros against the Tigers because of back discomfort. And lefty swing slugger Nomar Mazzara was lifted for Monday's game versus the Angels for the Texas Rangers due to left oblique tightness. Corey Kluber's been shut down for two weeks. Chris Sale for six for the Boston Red Sox. I'm Dan Trapper, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. Offices open, my friends. Welcome back, Adam Ronis. It's a beautiful Tuesday. Yes, it is. Another day closer to the start of the season. Melvin Gordon just sitting by the phone waiting for the phone call, Adam. Well, he can keep waiting because it's not going to come. I think we've seen it with the Chargers before. So unless he decides, hey, I'm just going to take what they offer, I think this can be an extended holdout. I think the Chargers are in a little bit of trouble, Adam. Derwin James, a monumental. If, if Darius Leonard wasn't the best uh, rookie Derwin James might have been last year. I think that defense going to look a whole lot uh, whole, uh, more Swiss cheesier, if you will, this year without him there. Yeah, it just seems like they're snake bitten every year, whether you want to blame the medical staff or whatever, but the Chargers always seem to be hit with a lot of injuries and bad luck. And, you know, I thought this was going to be a good team, but uh, the defense was key. They were definitely stacked with a lot of talent on defense, but uh, James is a huge loss for them, and essentially it looks like it's going to be the year. So uh, they got a tough schedule, and you know, Keenan Allen's dealing with an ankle issue. It doesn't look to be serious, but he's out the preseason. So, and, and this Melvin Gordon issue right now where you know I'm seeing him fall to the fourth fifth round of drafts, and I haven't jumped in yet. I mean, I'm doing a lot of leagues, so maybe in one I might do it, but – it's just it's very risky right now because I could see him sitting out nine ten games. I haven't done it at all. I mean, I know that our friend the fan addict took him. I think was it the fifth round? I think he took him in the fifth round. I just I want to know part of it. I I'm like you. I think this could go eight nine ten games. And look, I love the player. I just don't like the predicament right now. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, and and I think you do like to take risk, but you also have to calculate it and figure out okay, is it worth it? And if you know that there's a chance, and if you feel there's a good chance he's going to miss 9 to 10 games, it's awfully hard to take that player in the fourth, fifth round. No matter how good he is, you just put yourself in a big hole. And this is the thing that people forget. They want to take a risk on these players knowing, okay, they could miss some time. You know before week one or week one, week two, you're going to get hit with more injuries. It's inevitable. So now all of a sudden you've just – Put yourself in a situation, okay, now I got Gordon out. He's not here. This guy's hurt. This guy's questionable for this week. Now I got to go to the waiver wire. And you just start digging the hole a little bit deeper. And you try to, you want to try and avoid that because I don't care 
what you think, the injuries are inevitable. It's NFL football. They're going to find your team. They are. And I got to be honest with you. I passed on Keenan Allen in a couple of recent drafts. Not that I don't think he'll be back week one. I do. But I just, it's like, I don't want the injury before the draft. I know that they're going to come. We just said that. They're going to come. But why do I want to invest in the guy before? So I passed on Allen as well in a couple of drafts. And maybe I'll take him. I don't know. He's, he seems to be falling in that middle part of the second round where I was okay taking him before the ankle injury. But now I just don't feel as good about it. Yeah, I think I actually did take him. I think it was Friday in the Beat Adam Roners League. And I think we were talking about this. Right now, if you're picking like one, two, or three, when you come back on the turn, man, I just don't really feel good about a lot of those wide receivers right now. They all have some question marks at this point, whether it's uh, Cooper, Antonio Brown, uh, Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, if you're worried about luck. Um, actually, no, I didn't take him. I'm sorry. Wow, he, he went in the middle of the second round. I'm thinking of another draft uh, earlier on Wednesday. I think it was before Keenan got hurt. I took him at the 2-3 uh, turn, picking one. But in that draft that I did Friday, Keenan Allen actually went as the ninth receiver off the board middle of the second round. And yeah. again, it, it might not be a big deal. I Look, I don't blame the Chargers at all for trying to be cautious at this point. But, uh, you know, you it, it's in the back of your mind. You're like, well, what if they're not telling us the whole story? What if he is hurt and misses week one? That's the problem right now is you we don't know who's telling the truth. And Andrew Luck is probably the biggest one right now. Oh, well, I mean, the Colts have always gotten him wrong. I mean, the, the Colts always seem to get him wrong. And, you know, it's it's funny because I, I'm sure we'll talk about it maybe next segment. I passed on Antonio Brown. I passed on Keenan Allen. I, I think that part of the draft right now, if you're asking me where I want to draft, I want to draft 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, Adam. I like that so much better. I like 1, 2, 3. I like, I like getting the Saquon McCaffrey Kamara, but I don't like my second and third round pick there at all. I'm telling you, I felt that exact way when I did this draft Friday. I was like, oh, my goodness, who am I going to take, man? And I wanted up going Barkley, Diggs, Hilton. But, you know, Hilton with no Andrew Luck, I don't think it'll be as bad as it was a couple of years ago. But you, even with Jacoby Brissett and improved, it's got to hurt Hilton a little bit. It has to. Oh, it, look, I, I think Brissett is better. I told you that last time we spoke. I think Brissett is definitely a better quarterback than he was the last time we saw him. That said, he's still not Andrew Luck. And T.Y. Hilton, as, as you pointed out, his numbers have not been magical even with Andrew Luck. He's a good receiver. Is he a star? Borderline star. He's never really been the superstar that we've been hoping for. I think we expect more. Like, I think we all expect that at some point in his career, double-digit touchdown season, and it just hasn't happened yet. And you know, I guess part of it is he's not the biggest receiver, so he's not going to get those red zone threats. You see it. I mean, Keenan Allen's the same way. Keenan Allen doesn't have a double-digit touchdown season. He just gets so many receptions. Hilton really doesn't get the volume of a Keenan Allen. But we all, I think we look back at last year, we're like, wow, look how great this offense was. Luck had 39 touchdowns. It's a great offensive line. They're, 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 we're waiting for that season of Hill just blowing up, and we just haven't seen it yet. So, you know, I might have taken Amari Cooper there in the past, but now Cooper's dealing, dealing with, I mean, I don't even know. They keep First it was a heel, then it's plantar fascia. Now it, I don't know what it is, and he's not practicing again today. So, you know, now you don't feel great about him. 
So and the other, the other problem, though, is that other guys, let's just throw out some names, Leonard Fournette, Aaron Jones, Carrion Johnson. Do you want to start pushing those guys up to round two? You feel good about that either? That's the, See, that. here's the thing. So when I took Barkley, I'm like, okay, should I take Carrion Johnson? I'm like, mm, no. If he I makes was it shocked back, you didn't. If he makes it to me and on, after the turn, I was like, maybe I'll take him. I thought about it. And if I was doing a draft again, I might take him. But I passed on him. He went on the turn with Devonta Freeman, okay? That's what we're doing now. We're pushing Freeman up to 3-1. Oh, no. I was a little surprised, by the way. I remember seeing that draft that I thought you were going to take carry on. I thought you should have had McCaffrey I, carry on. I, I probably I, – well, I had Barkley. I had the two. Oh, Bar- sorry, McCaffrey Barkley carry on. Yeah, Barkley. Yeah, I really thought about it, and I said, you know what? If he makes it back, maybe I should have. And then uh, I guess I'm just so used to that pattern of taking that one running back and loading up on receivers there. But I probably should have taken – carry on although you know he was not a full down back in that last preseason game i don't know if that's a sign of things to come but ty johnson's a ty johnson's a guy they might get involved in a passing game i know they like him a lot all right i did something crazy which i told you all not to do but i actually did it what was it we'll let you know when we return right after this Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we're back. Dr. Roto and Adam Ronas here with FullTimeFantasy.com. Check out FullTimeFantasy.com and enter the promo code ROTO50 or ronas 50 and we'll give you 50% off your first two months. I'm literally, Ronas and I are just talking about it. We're, we're always updating our rankings. Adam did it today. I'm doing mine ra- this afternoon. We want to make sure that you have the rankings that you need when, to go into your drafts. And, I mean, the forums are there, Adam. I've been in the forums recently. People asking a lot of good questions. And uh, how, how do I mean, honestly, time to join, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, come on. We're giving you so much information here. Our preseason pro picks are out. Mine will be coming out tomorrow or Thursday. Uh, we got high stakes players giving you a uh, bust, breakout, comeback player, stash and cash. So lots of great information there. And you can always ask all your specific questions on the message boards and forums anytime you want. Please do. We encourage that. All right, Adam. So. I did what I told everybody not to do. And so we had the GST draft and my friend was there and we were on the phone and we're in the middle of the second round. And of course, just to preface it, it was a six point per touchdown passing league, not a four, a six. And I was all set to take Joe Mixon. And then our friend, the fan addict says, Joe Mixon. And then I was, I was bumped. I was bummed at this point because everybody who I didn't want top Gurley, I didn't want Keenan Allen, I didn't want Antonio Brown, I didn't want Thielen, I didn't want Kerryon Johnson, I didn't want T.Y. Hilton, I didn't want Cooper. I'm giving you a litany of the list of guys I didn't want. I hate this spot, Adam. And we took Patrick Mahomes, even though I tell everybody, don't do it. But in a six-point-per-touchdown league, he was going to go in round three anyway, we thought. It went against everything that we believed in, 
but he's still a great player. And it just goes to show you, I hated everything else at the time more. Yeah. Look, I, I wouldn't have done it. I know you don't feel great about a lot of players on the board. I would have went in a different direction. I just feel like, you know, there's so many good values at quarterbacks. And, you you know, the team that won this league last year, each league and the overall, didn't have Patrick Mahomes. So you don't need Mahomes to win. I mean, he gives you a help. The problem is that you have to pay a high cost for him this year. So in my league, Mahomes went 3-5. Well, the only thing I can say about that, and this is the truth, and I think I mentioned this to you yesterday when we spoke briefly, the guy I was actually considering it to was Stefan Diggs. Because I, 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 I mean, I don't love him, but I, I think I liked him more than some of these other options. So we passed on Diggs, and Diggs came back to us at 3-5. So I was able to rationalize and like, all right, we, we thought about Diggs at 2, which was very early, admit, admittedly. But let's get to the next issue of why I didn't do it. I don't trust Antonio Brown as far as I can throw this dude right now. This guy scares the crap out of me. And I think he's scaring most people right now because just each day you're like, okay, maybe things are back to normal. He's back at practice. And then it's another issue now where it's going through another arbitrator. So I don't understand what's going on. I don't know if it's a case of he just doesn't want to practice. Isn't he looking for excuses? But you're on a new team. You know, your teammates are waiting for you. You need to develop a rapport with Carr. I, like, it's just mind-boggling what's going on with him right now. Everyone has had to deal with this helmet issue. There are players that don't like it. They're trying to do this for player safety. I mean, I, I'm, I think the NFL is, is terrible most of the time, but I think they're actually doing this to help players. They're at least trying because they realize they've been lambasted for all the concussion issues. And you see these players that have retired and how terrible they look now. They don't want to deal with that anymore. I, I think they want to try and do what they can to help player safety. I think that's what this is about. So I don't know this whole Antonio Brown thing. I just, I'm getting sick of it, man. It's like every day it's a different story. It's like, dude, just get out there and freaking play already. I know. Look, if I'm a Steeler fan, I'm laughing right now because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this bum. And the truth of the matter is this. Brown is doing everything we thought he was doing. We thought he was the cancer and he's proven to be right. Juju looks like a star. Even Ben is coming out of this smelling like a rose. Antonio Brown looked bad last year, and now he's got major egg on his face this year. If you want to change people's opinion of you, if you even care, show up to practice, put on your helmet, shut the hell up, and play football. I mean, this is so embarrassing at this point. If I'm Mayock, Mike Mayock and, and Gruden, I, I know i got to put up with this guy, but I don't want to. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's real tough right now because... You know, I look at it and go, well, he's going to get a ton of targets and volume's going to be there. I think they're going to be bad. But what if this guy, what if they're 0-6? What if they struggle? Does he quit? Yeah, he could check out. He could literally check out. He doesn't care. That's the problem. He doesn't care. I know. It, it, it's, I, it's, it's terrible. And again, if you go back to that interview he did in March, He's like, oh, I don't need football. I don't have anything to prove. I'm an entrepreneur. So, like, those statements, I flash back to that. I go, hmm, should I read into that with everything that's going on? The guy came in on a hot air balloon to the first practice. Like, it's, just he, he, so much... not a, it's not a balloon. He's a buffoon. I think at some point you're a joke. Really, it goes from being funny to being a joke. And, and like, Charles Barkley to me was funny. But Charles Barkley always played. 
right? He always tried hard when he played, when he was on the court, right? I mean, he did some silly things, but Brown is just a joke at this point. It's, it's, you know how it's like funny until it's not? This is the not part. Yeah, I mean, look, we're almost at the third preseason game. You're on a new team. This is how you want to start. And look, you knew this helmet issue was going to be something wrong. Like, address it sooner, man. You shouldn't let this linger. And why, why is he the only one? The only player of all the players in the NFL that is doing this. Why? Look, it is such legally he has no leg to stand on. What are we going to do? Wave him in and grandfather him in to wear something that's illegal when the NFL is dealing with concussion issues? And even if they got him to sign some document that said you could never sue the NFL in your life, right, the, 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 the tightest contract in the history of mankind, there's no way. It, it still is irresponsible for the NFL to do it because they'd still be putting him on the field, and it's a terrible idea. There's no way he wins this. None. Well, so this was just tweeted out a little while ago, I think, by, uh, I'm assuming, a Raiders beat writer. Uh, or they have someone there from The Athletic that tweeted out, Antonio Brown heading off the field as the Raiders begin to stretch for their practice. We'll see if he comes back out again just to walk through today. Right. What, look, I much rather what Clowney's doing in Texas. Where Clowney's like, look, I'm not even coming in until after week three. I'm not even doing it. I get it. I, at least be transparent about it. You don't want to practice? Don't practice. Just tell me that. I'm Antonio Brown. I only want to practice the last th three days before the season starts. Fine. I'm okay with that. But I, don't do what you're doing. I mean, I don't get this. Like, he's really going to give up all that money? Like, I just can't see that. There's got to be something else here. He just, I guess he doesn't want to practice or playing games. I'm telling you, I don't, he doesn't want to practice. Some, I think guys get to a point where they just want to show up on Sunday. Right, and especially veterans who have yep. been through training camp after training camp. Right. He, look, I think LT was that way. And LT had this deal. I, lo I always like watching that uh, Football Life one where LT knew as long as he showed up on Sunday, Bill Parcells wouldn't, wouldn't rip a, a new one. But if he didn't, Parcells would end his life. Right. I mean, look, when you're a star player, I mean, you say what you want. They get preferential treatment. <laughs> it's, sure. It's just the way it is. You think if Tyrell Williams did this, he wouldn't have been cut already? Oh, yeah. He would have been gone. <laughs> they, Bye. <laughs> they invested so much money in Antonio Brown, and they're hoping that, you know, he's a big part of this offense. That They, they got to be. Gruden must be, if you asked him off the record, he oh. must be fuming. Well, and look at Mike Tomlin. How did Mike Tomlin deal with this? The problem is, and have you ever coached teams before? No. Okay, so as someone who's coached high school sports before, basketball and, and volleyball, let me just tell you, when you have a prima donna player like this, it's a, it's a locker room cancer. And the one, one of the biggest regrets I've had is I had a team, Adam, that was like number two in the state in volleyball, and I had this girl that was killing me, and I should have cut her. I should have cut her. But I was worried the other girl's like, oh, we need her, we need her. She was poison to the entire team, and it's one of my biggest regrets that I didn't get rid of her. It's tough when you have a superstar player, though, you know, because they make a huge difference for the team. You understand, though, that there's a lot of baggage that comes with it, and you have to worry about ego, treat them a different way, and obviously the rest of the team could turn them off. I mean, but you know, when you have a superstar player, though, that's kind of how it is. You just got to hope that they're not that bad, but this is getting crazy with Antonio Brown right now. Any, you're in 20 drafts. You're taking Brown in any of them? Maybe one, uh, but I'm not feeling like I, it, part of it is just like, why deal with this? Right. Why deal with the crap if you don't have to? Totally agree. All right, we're back discussing more fantasy football when we return right after this. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Right, guys, put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wager account on FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to fanduel.com backslash grid where you receive a free bet of up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet of up to 500 bucks when you open a sports wager account at fanduel.com backslash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you are in control. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. If you do have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. All right, let me ask you this. I, don't, I didn't really pay attention to, because uh, we were diff- in different leagues. Were you happy with your GST draft? Yeah, I was picking 12, so obviously... Kind of have to be a little aggressive knowing you're not getting players. So, no, overall, I was pretty happy with it. Um, I got a few guys that I want. There were a couple picks where I was just like, ah, I don't know why I'm taking this guy. But, no, for the most part, uh, I like it. I, I feel like I have a, a pretty solid team going into the year. I couldn't. I was really shocked. The most shocking thing that I saw, because I didn't really pay that much attention to your board, but that you got Godwin in the third, at 312. I was very happy for you. Oh, I was... I I wasn't sure because obviously we've seen him going way higher and he's a player that I love. It's just been difficult to get. Like, you know, if you're picking one or two, you're you never get, getting him. Yeah, because you unless you're like just I'm going to be really aggressive and take him 3-2, three, 3-3 two, three, three, and it's not crazy. I've seen that by the way. Somebody it's, took him 3-3 three, three in one of my drafts. It's not that crazy because it goes back to what we were talking about before. If you don't feel good about Brown, Hilton, Cooper right now, like you know, I have him ranked pretty high, so he's close. Uh, so it's it's not crazy. It's not the most insane thing in the world. I know some people are like, oh, well, he's the number two. I don't look at it like that, man. Look at Juju and Brown last year. I think Evans and Godwin can do that. I really do because this team's going to pass a ton. Uh, their, their running backs are not great. Their defense isn't good. They're going to play from behind. Godwin put up numbers last year, 59 receptions and seven touchdowns as a part-time player. He did not play a full complement of snaps. Deshaun Jackson gone. Adam Humphrey's gone. It's basically Howard, Evans, and Godwin who are going to get the bulk of the target. So I just think he blows up, and I was just ecstatic to get him there. I had him in this league last year, too. I mean, he was a player that I liked a lot last year, took him in Vegas. I took him in a lot of leagues, actually, my home league, and— he had a good. I think he was top thirty wide receiver, but obviously there were some weeks where he just he didn't wasn't get him great target. last year. He well, because wasn't because of the situation, though, it, it wasn't. Well, his well, well, it really was Adam Humphrey's fault. It right. Re- I'm not and blaming Jack, Adam Humphrey's, but yeah, it really was because. But but more Adam Humphrey's than anything, because Adam Humphrey's was getting tons of these little checkdowns, and it was. I'm looking right here now. Godwin had 300 yard games week 10, week 13. And week 17. So he only went over 100 yards twice during you the know, season. And uh, you know what's the common denominator there? Deshaun Jackson was gone in all those games. I, I've been saying it. Deshaun Jackson, six games, 
without him when Godwin played. He had yeah. four games of at least 90 receiving yards and four touchdowns. And you take Humphreys away, he's going to blow up, man. I don't care. Oh, he's the number two. No, no. And even Mike Evans said, Mike Evans said, we're competing to be the number one. And Evans also is dealing with an injury. I didn't see that. I think he's a leg. Uh, he was I out haven't yesterday. seen it. You said that, it was but out, I didn't see yeah, it. Was out, he was out yesterday. Wait, I, wait, I see it now. Could sit out Friday's game with a quad, with a quad injury. A quad, okay. Man, yeah. I mean, it's not that big of a deal yet. But, I mean, geez, if he ever did go out. <laughs> By the way, you were on that before I even saw it on any news, uh, news report. Did you get Mike Evans to call you personally? Yeah, we were good friends. Dude, I'm very impressed with you. That is why you joined FullTimeFantasy.com. But, yeah, but, I was, I was uh, ecstatic to get Godwin there. Uh, is Godwin going to go in round two in some draft? Man, in Vegas, does he go in one round two and one draft? Yeah, he does. I really think that. Uh, if I had picked one, Ronis, could you take Barkley and come back and take, like, Godwin and Diggs? Sure. You know, some people might say you overpaid, but, you know, people probably said that about some Juju drafts. Let's say, oh, I can't believe you overpaid for him. He's the two receiver, Brown's the one. It worked out. You know what I mean? So, it, it does look like an overpay. Here's the thing. If you have that strong of opinion on that player, I don't think it's crazy. And... We're, it's not like we're doing this in a mock to get attention. We're playing for money here. You know, that league that we're talking about now is a $300 20 entry fee. So for some people, that might be nothing because I saw someone, I think it was Andy Singleton, junior draft. He tweeted out what is considered a high stakes league. And some of the big guys were like, oh, at least 1000 Some people were like at least 300 So it's different for everyone. I mean, to $300 is pretty significant. high stakes. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, that's I mean, nothing. Yeah. Right. You, you know, you're not just pissing away 50, 100 bucks. Like my home league's 105. I'm pissed off. I try to raise it. These guys don't want to do more. You, uh, yeah, 100, yeah, 100 is not, that's not it's high not, stakes. It's not. It's not. And I'm just like, oh, you I, dropped that on dinner with your girlfriend, Ronis. Well, hopefully not. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. But yeah, I, I try to raise it, but I understand everyone has a different. So, you know what? I'll give you a number 250. 250 and above to me. I'll call high stakes. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm doing a league with my friend in his old job. They're lawyers. The, the entry fee there, I think, is 265. Yeah. Uh, we obviously, our online leagues are 299. Right. So it's a fair it, price. Look, because I got to be honest with you, and I was talking about this uh, actually to Frankie today. I think there needs to be another prize point. I think that there should be like a 999 league. Right? Because we have the oh, 299. Between, between, yeah, that's yes. fair. Because I think the 1750, now look. Let's just say I, I was just, you know, regular Dr. Roto off the street. That's a lot of money for me to pay, dude. It's a lot. Yeah, and I think it is for a lot of people, too. You know, again, everybody has different expendable income, you know? Right. So for a lot of people, it's just they, they can't do it, and the two ninety nine is more affordable for them. But, yeah, I think it is. that, that I, is something. I think nine ninety nine is a nice little price point, price point right there where I think it's still high stakey without being – I mean, because the 1700 just pushing it a little too much. Just a little too much. Yeah, for some people it is, uh, for sure. Um, so uh, I wanted to tell you that uh, I had a beat Dr. Roto draft the other night on Saturday night after yours, and I took Tyree Kill at five. Damn. I know. Wow. <laughs> I know. I went a little crazy. <laughs> well, you know I, he wasn't making it back. That's so. why I did it. It went Barkley, Kamara, McCaffrey, Elliott. I didn't want – now, this is the craziest first round maybe in the history of the online championship. I took Tyreek Hill at five. Crazy, I know. David Johnson went six. Lev Bell, seven. Nick Chubb, eight. Hopkins, nine. Michael Thomas, ten. Devontae Adams, 11. Can you imagine having oh the 11 goodness. pick yeah. and you get Devontae Adams? 
That's wow. like Christmas. And and I think I told someone the other day, well, if you're picking 11, you're not getting Adams or Hopkins. So. <laughs> but, that, but again, this is where it goes. Because like, we get these questions so much on the message board. And I understand everyone's a different level player. Some people might be starting now. Oh, I have this pick. Should I go RB, RB receiver? Should I go run? You know, what do I do? Look, every draft is different this year, more than ever. I mean, you, we had the top consensus four picks. And without Zeke, that's changing. And you just said it there. Adam's at 11. I haven't seen that anywhere else. I have seen him go 8, 9, but 11. So you don't know. You have to be flexible. The best players adjust to what's going on around them. I've said it numerous times. Take the value that's presented to you. I'm taking Devontae Adams at 11 easy. No brainer. Three straight years of double-digit touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers love him, loves him. There's still no proven second receiver there. I know Allison was good last year when he played, and he's going to play the slot. But, you know, that's the problem. Don't. You can have a blueprint for what you want to do, but don't let that stick in your head. Because I feel like when that's in your head, you're like, oh, I have to stick to it. I said I was going to do running back receiver. I know, and I think people get into that. Dr. Roto, Adam Roto, so take a running back and receiver on the tour. Well, if Devontae Adams is there, you take him, you idiot. I mean, you don't let him go. I just felt this way, Adam. I knew Hill wasn't making it back to me. I knew it, right? And I had Adams in a couple other leagues. I like Hop. I didn't. I don't. I'm not sold on David Johnson. Maybe I should be, but I'm not sold on him. I just wanted a piece of Tyreek Hill on that offense. Yeah, is that look, insane? No, it's not. I mean, it's probably. Yeah, I mean, again, I I have him below some of those other receivers, but the ceiling is so high. We saw it last year, and you know, especially since I know you're shooting for an overall. You know, Tyreek Hill. If you get him in the playoffs and you're doing well, and he gives you that. 10 for 142 touchdown week in weeks 14, 15, 16. I mean, that can, that can win you big money. I know, and I thought about that. I really did. I thought about, I thought about a guy who wins me, who wins well, me 50K. You know, and that's a good who point. Who wins me 50K? Well, here's the thing. That's a good point for people listening. Did you do that because you're going for the overall here? You better believe it. Okay. And as long as people know that and understand that because – so if this was just a 12-team league – Hopkins or Adams. Okay, so and and that's that's fine, and that goes to show you that you have you you take a different approach because you're going for the big prize, the overall, looking for that 50k. Because I'll tell you, I, I was I, what I did was I took out the playoff schedules, and it's taking me a second to get it here. Maybe you can get it faster. I think they had New England, somebody, and Chicago. Right. I have a whole schedule here printed out. So week 14 for Kansas City at New England. Right. Week that could be a very high scoring game. Week 15, they are at home to Denver. And okay. then in week 16, they Chicago. are at Chicago Sunday I, night. I think that could be a high score. I think two of those three games could be incredibly high scoring. I don't know about Denver, but I think the New England game will be in the 40s. And I think the Chicago game can be in the 30s or 40s. I really do. Two high-octane teams. I wanted Hill. I did. All right. Yeah. No, it makes sense. And that, and that's uh, if you're going for that big prize. Let me see. So I have Green Bay. Green Bay, Minnesota is the last. Team that's why 16. I did exactly. I, saw, well, I didn't want Adams there. Well, I'm looking because I have uh, won the GST on that final Monday night game two years in a row. So let's see who do I have from Green Bay, Minnesota. Um, damn, I don't think I have anyone. Jeez, this is not good. Green Bay, Minnesota. Nope, no one. Oh man. Who was who was who was Green Bay's last three games? Uh for fantasy purposes? Yeah, 14, 15, 16. Home to Washington. Right, that was a good one. I like that one. Then they are home to Chicago. 
Right. And then and Minnesota. Minnesota. Right. So one game I loved. I loved the Washington game. The other two. Right. And then what did the Texans have? Texans had a rough three, too. Doesn't matter with Hopkins, though, to be honest. I know. Just tell me. Make me happy. Home to Denver. Right. Uh, home to Denver. Where's this? Oh, my good. Oh, at Tennessee. Right. Who is tough? Could be, yeah. And then I... Take your time. At Tampa Bay. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> that may have been a mistake. That may have been a mistake. All right. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about receivers right after this. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we are back. Now, guys, listen to me. I do this every day. If I go to playffwc.com right now, I'm in the, lo- in the lobby, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at an, a world championship online draft needing three spots. Who's going to be out there, Ronas? Who's going to go take the main event? Let me give you the contenders in this league. Brian Owens, Chad Schrader, Fantasy Frankie, Kimra. She doesn't need a second name. Kimra. Mike Santos. Some big old people in this one, Ronas. I think three people should step in and give it a shot. Definitely. That's definitely a challenging group. But you know what? That's, if you want to win the big prize, you've got to beat the best players. Simple. I'm going to argue this. I think you have a better chance to beat the best players drafting tonight than you do drafting against them in Vegas. Oh, yeah. I mean, but the Vegas drafts, like, you get no value, man. You're just sitting there like, ah, oh, it's a complete. John Ross in round 10, great. Yeah, it's insane, bro. I mean, look, I did it last year with Trayvon Smith, man. I took him, like, I don't know, around 10 or 11. I'm like, hey, you know what? There's no value here. Let me shoot, and hopefully it works out. And, you know, he had some big weeks, but a lot of down weeks. And, you know, it didn't work out, but it's round 11. Like I said, you go back and look, a lot of those guys bust. So, yeah, you do have to be way more aggressive. In Vegas, because by that point, you, we already have the Thursday night game played. So you have those results. And we already know a lot of injury status going into week one. We've seen the depth chart. So, like, we know everything by then. I think, and if you look at the Fan Addicts team, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't he have, like, Zeke, Gordon, A.J. Green? He's got a bunch of guys like that. You could put together an all-star team of guys and maybe win a world championship going away if you're willing to risk it for the biscuit. Oh, yeah, and I've seen a couple of teams do that, and I think it is the people who have a multitude of teams. They go, you know what, I'm going to take a shot on one, and I'll just take all these guys. And if Zeke and Gordon are there week one, A.J. Green misses a week or two, I mean, that could be a monstrous team at the same time. Maybe this Zeke thing lingers and there is bad blood and he doesn't return for a few weeks. Gordon sits out to week 10. Green misses four, five, six games and is not 100% when he comes back. So, again, that's the high-risk, high-reward scenario that you have to decide what you want to do. All right, I want to talk about a player, Adam, who I have passed on now in multiple drafts. And I, I really am and admittedly saying I think I'm not sure if I'm doing the right thing or not. I'm not sold on Cooper Cup. I want to be sold on Cooper Cup, 
But I'm just, I don't know, something tells me I can't pull the trigger. And I love Cooper Cup, dude. I love him. I love his game. I love what he does. I love his connection to Jared Goff. I just am not able to pull the trigger. I felt that way like a month, month and a half ago because he was coming up to corner ACL. But all reports seem to indicate that he's fine and he should be good to go. So I have not taken him yet either, but it's not because I'm just Xing him out. If he's there in the right spot, I will take him. So like that beat out of Ronis draft on Friday, our boy Phil from Kentucky took him as the 19th receiver off the board at 4-5. So yeah. I didn't have a chance to even get him. So if he, he had went made in, it, He went in my league at 5-4. Oh, see, that, I think that's a pretty good value, man. So I do too. And I had the next pick. I was the You would have pick. taken him, right? I don't know. Oh, I, I took, okay, so here's – I won't say that – I won't say – it was Cup, Ridley, Moore, Boyd, Allen Robinson. Okay. Cup went first. So then I was up, and it's Ridley, Moore, Boyd, or Robinson. Who would you have taken? Moore. I took Ridley. Were Maybe you, I'm I, wrong with that. You don't like Moore? Are you souring I on do. him because of Curtis Samuel? I, well, I, I like me some Curtis Samuel. I mean, I do. I, I but like I see, here's the, I think both of those guys can be good. That's the thing. I see people arguing now, Moore versus Samuel. Why can't both of those guys be good? No, they can. It's like Godwin and Evans. But here's my thing about Calvin Ridley, and maybe I'm an unabashed Ridley lover. If Julio Jones's foot is out, Ronas. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. He's a top uh, three. That's how good this guy is. But see, if Julio plays, I, I just know worry there's not enough volume there. He's, he's my third receiver. You're right. Yeah. He's, my, he's my third receiver. You might be right, but he can make one or two big plays a game. He could, but there will be some weeks where he it's more, you know, it's a huge Julio game. It's Hooper. It's just a new Freeman. Know. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the issue there with Th him. This team was the one where I was going for the 50K. So my team is Hill, Mike Williams, Ridley, Dante Pettis. Okay. You know, and here's the thing, too, about Dante Pettis. I know people are sour on him. He played all the first-team snaps with Garoppolo yesterday. So they treated him as a wide receiver one yesterday. I know it has been a bad training camp for him, and we haven't seen positive reports. I truly do believe it is Shanahan trying to motivate him, saying, hey, you can be really good in this league. We need 100%. more from you. That's 100%. the way I'm looking this at it. This is motivational. This is, Kendrick Bourne is not better than D Dante Pettis. Marquise Goodwin is not better than Dante Pettis. Goodwin not. Cannot, can't stay on the field. As much as I like him, and he, he is a value in fantasy right now, he, he has shown it year after year. He's got big playability. He cannot stay on the field, man. He just can't. There's certain guys that just can't stay on the field. Here's, by, by the way, here's my first few rounds. Hill, Mixon, Fournette, Williams, Ridley, Eckler, Pettis, Vance, McDonald. Yeah, I like, see, I like McDonald there. And, yeah, I have to get Fournette in the league, man. He's been a guy that I've taken. I don't know if I took him a lot last I year. I took him over Carrion Johnson. The way we're honest. I know that's crazy. Wait, in the third round? Yeah, Carrion was still there. What? And Wait, took... what? You and at five? I wow. Took, he was there. He went. I, I let him go. I took Fournette. I know that because, sounds crazy. Well, it's not crazy, but is it because you already had Carrion Johnson's shares or no Leonard Fournette? Why, or I had no Leonard Fournette, and I was like, really? This may be my one to get him. Right. See, that's the problem where I've been picking. I really haven't had an opportunity because I've been picking either like two, three, or at the back end. So he kind of goes in the middle of the third. So if I'm not taking him at the, you know, the one, two turn, which I, I can't do that. And, I'm, and if I don't take him. He goes like three, 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 four, right. three, five, three, six, in that four range. That's where he goes. 
Yeah, I mean, and I'm well in Vegas. I think I have picked five or six. I know you. We each have. I don't know if we have the we same have pick six. or one apart. Six, you right? Have, is that six? Yeah, I, I might have, have five. Pick. I don't okay. know. So, no, we have, do the, we same have the same pick. pick? Yeah. Yeah. Same so pick. maybe there, but the thing is, where he's does not Fournette's... making it to us in round. Yeah, three. that's. So. I don't think so. By the time we get closer, you know, especially if he is out there in a preseason game this week and has a big game. I mean, it's been all positive reports. He said he's in shape. He said he's cut out some people from his life that maybe weren't the best influences. And then look, you can buy all that. Here's the thing with Fournette. It's pretty simple. Okay, fantasy football is a game of volume. He's going to get the volume if he's healthy in Jacksonville. He's going to run the football. He can catch the football. It's all about that offensive line staying healthy and him staying on the field. It's pretty simple with Fournette. The thing is, people are a little hesitant. And I gotta lie. I'm got i not going to lie. I'm a little hesitant, too, because the injury factor is in the back of my mind. But if I'm going to say I'm taking Dalvin Cook in the second round, <laughs> he's got injuries, too, the first two years of the league. So how can I? That's the thing. It's like we have these biases towards these players, right? I mean, Dalvin Cook's been really good when he's been on the field. It's like 4.7 yards per carry in his career. But he's had injuries the first two years, too. Can I tell you what was mind-blowing? And Scott Atkins actually put this on his Twitter feed. What? James Conner went with the second-to-last pick of the second round. I don't get that. Am I missing something here? He lasted like, to 2 Why? Why, though? I don't understand. Now, I, I picked Mixon over Conner. I'm okay with that. I am. But here was the second round. Juju, Kelsey, Beckham, Brown, Evans, Cook, Keenan Allen. I was a little surprised. I thought that team should have taken Connor. Then I took Mixon. Then Gurley, then Thielen, then Connor. I don't understand. Why is he falling so far? I mean, I don't. I don't they, he, when the, 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 the game the other day, Jalen Samuels, I think, played one snap with the first team. I think the uh, team it, that took Antonio Brown should have taken James Connor right there. Connor start. Boom. I would have taken him earlier. I, I don't understand. Um, in, the, in the league I did Friday, he went 2-3. And the team started Bell and Connor. 2-3 Bell. Yeah, I'm like that. This team blew it because he had Kamara, Connor, and then he went George Kittle and Aaron Rodgers in round four. Game oh, but that is the you just biggest. Lost everything. You cannot. I mean, I've oh. rarely seen it work, and especially in our format where you have to start three receivers and two, two flex. I cannot imagine a team, and maybe there's one out of a million that will say, hey, well, I did it. It's very difficult to have a quarterback and tight end in the first five rounds in any draft, let alone ours. I just, it, it's a blueprint. Dude, I got Baker Mayfield in 10, and he got Aaron Rodgers in four. Dude, read the map. Uh, you know who I got as my first quarterback in round 13? Which, and the beat Adam Ronis? Yeah. Russell Wilson? Cam Newton. Oh, there you go. As the Cam QB went 11. in 12 here. Cam went was he was the 10th here. Yeah. Uh, again, if it, I, I, I'm not worried about the shoulder, and we all love DJ Moore. We all love Curtis Samuel. I don't think we all love Greg Olson. But even if Olson went down, Ian Thomas is a stud. Yeah, well, I like Ian Thomas. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, look, and again, I, I'll say this again. Uh, Doc, I don't know if this has happened to you. I, we always sit here and like, oh, how come – you know, why there's so many sites and why do so many sites do well? Because the responses I've gotten to some of the articles from Sports Illustrated are mind-boggling. The Kyler Murray responses, oh, the Kyler Murray responses, these guys don't read the articles. I am I not talking real football. Now, I have yet to take Kyler Murray because he's expensive. I know you have. Here's the point with Kyler Murray that people don't understand. Cam Newton has been a top quarterback every single year. 
Do, he has not thrown for 4,000 yards since his rookie year. He has only topped 24 touchdown passes one time in his career. If Kyler Murray rushes for five to 700 yards, which we all think is realistic, correct? Oh, for sure. And he throws for 4,000 yards, which he can because this team's going to be playing from behind. And Kyler Murray oh, has a, a good arm. Yeah, top seven quarterback. Right. And here's the thing. If you're wrong, say you – and now with that preseason game, he's going to slip. So say he goes QB 10, 11, 12. You come back and you get another quarterback. He's not going to crush you. There's depth at, depth at quarterback. People don't understand this. Oh, I wouldn't take him in the top 20. Really? Do you guys play fantasy? Do you understand how fantasy works? Lamar Jackson last year. Josh, Josh Allen was a QB1 from weeks 11 to 16. He completed 51% of his passes. Why? Because he runs. And Kyler Murray has a better arm than those guys. They're right. going to run high pace. And the defense sucks. So Kyler Murray is going to be picking up seven, eight yards, running against the prevent defense, throwing against the prevent defense. Like, it doesn't – it's math, yeah. man. I, people I, don't I know, understand. I, I think Kyler Murray – I said this to you before. Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson – Josh Allen, Mitch Trubisky, all these mobile quarterbacks are worth so much more. Mitch Trubisky ran for 400 yards last year and missed three games, Ronas. I know, I know. Missed three he... games um, with, with that kind of, I mean, I think Sean's been pushing Trubisky as a top three quarterback. I'm not going to smoke that. I'm not going to either. But I'm hey, not going to smoke that, but look, top 10, for sure. Look, For Sean, sure he's top 10. Sean had Ryan, Matt Ryan as a top top quarterback last year when everyone was taking him as a backup and it worked yeah. out. So, look, I mean, he, he'll, he, look, no one is right 100% of the time. But, you know, I always look and Sean does raise our eyebrows. Both of us were like, what is he doing? A lot of times he's right. But... If he is right about Trubisky, you're getting him at an insane value. <laughs> oh, my God. You're getting him around 16. I got him in the GST in round 16. Yeah. I took Mahomes in round two, and I took Trubisky in 16. Yeah, I took, uh, even though I don't love him, but he fell late, I took Russell Wilson, I think, in round 13, and then Dak. Two yeah. rounds later, I could have had Wentz in the 11 12 oh, turn that passed. Oh, I know. Oh, I, probably, oh, I, I probably should have done oh, it in hindsight. I would not have passed on that. I would yeah, take it. Yeah, I, I probably should have. I sat there and I was like, uh, and then Chris Vicaro goes, I'm not letting Adam Ronis get Kylo Murray, so I'm taking it. He goes, even though I have Baker Mayfield, he's like, I'm not letting Adam get the value of Kylo Murray. I'm oh, taking so him funny. here. That's so funny. <laughs> well, I, I want to talk about something when, when we come back. I know we only have a couple seconds, but I want to talk about something that I've noticed recently and I want people to, to clue into because it's, it's something that you mentioned just before and I've been feeling it, especially since we've moved over to SI and we'll discuss. So what is that? I'll let you know when we return right after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Oh. 
back. Remember, play FFWC, guys. Play FFWC. Go there right now. Go to the lobby. And we've got a couple of spots in the World Championship draft tonight. Maybe you could be there. Maybe you win it. Maybe you're the main event winner. I would be so impressed. And I will shake your hand. And congratulations if you do that. All right, Ronis. Here's what I've noticed. I think being on SI and when we see the responses on social media from people who read SI, it's not a high-stakes community at all. And I, I feel, I guess the word is blessed. I feel blessed that we're in a high-stakes community like we are with people on full-time fantasy who really know their stuff. Yeah, and look, we understand everyone plays at a different level, and I think it's one of the things that we have to kind of grasp. You know, we do cater to a very sophisticated audience. If people are coming over and paying premium for us and listen to our shows, but there are a lot of casual players, but, like, the response, like, I get, I understand we're in a environment now where people don't like to take time to read stuff but don't just look at the headline and respond read my freaking <laughs> argument okay and you want to tell me it's wrong fine but read it i can tell you don't read it at all because it's amazing like people just like hate kyla murray now and i like we we talked about it last week the best thing to happen and i've always was was that crappy game it's the best thing that happened if you want kyla murray it was. It was. It was a gift. It really was a gift, Adam. But uh, who do you have in hour number two? I'm solo, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm going the rest Doing of the way. Doing your thing. Yeah. All right. Going commando. All right, guys. This is Dr. Roto saying be well. Take care. Keep it right here for another hour with Adam Ronas. We return right after this.